I started changing everything. I started, I, I, I had a bunch of fake friends. I had people that I just, they weren't fake, but they just, they just wanted what they wanted and it wasn't in line and I had to kind of babysit everybody and I just cut off all the excess energy and I remember I just decided like I can create what I want to create. I don't have to, I don't have to do anything that don't feel right for me. What is going on y'all? It's your girl Amanda B and welcome back to the Apprehensive Tendencies podcast. Welcome back, welcome back. I don't know why I have like this church song in my spirit every time I get on the mic with y'all, but hey, that's what I that's what I got. I got the Holy Ghost today. Um, how y'all doing? Thank you so much for returning. If you are new here, thank you. Thank you for sitting down with your girl. Welcome. Please like, share, and subscribe the podcast. Let your girl know what you think. And again, thank you for sitting down with me. You could be anywhere in the world, but you did choose to be here with me. And no, that's greatly appreciated. So what is going on, y'all? I hope your week is moving and grooving. You know, it's it's summertime. I'll tell you that. Shit. If you in California, I don't know how, because I'm a Cali girl. So all I know is that it, it is hot. Summer has came. Summer is amongst us, okay? And I'm in Southern Cal. I'm from Northern Cal. And so I'm being a little selfish right now because my people back home is just over there just slicing and dicing and slicing and dicing. They have been there sizzling. You can cook eggs on the asphalt in Sacramento. It don't make no damn sense. But anywho, I digress. I just wanted to check in with y'all. I hope y'all week is moving and grooving. Your girl is rocking. I'm definitely uh, moving moving on this, this healing journey. You know, I'm, I'll be so damn excited. Cause it, it's like it's amazing what could come to you when you when you rock with your consistency, and I just kind of went on a little tangent because you know I'm actually feeling proud, more proud of myself every day. So that's a little gem too. I want y'all to make sure that y'all uh celebrate the little things y'all got going on. Shoot, okay, hell. But I, I actually before we jump into our topic today. I did want to give my girl a shout out because she posted something on her story and it just, I was over there shouting. It says, get up. Okay. Start over. Start late. Start again. Start back. Just start. Delay does not mean denied. Ooh, child. Delay does not mean denied. Shout out to my girl, Mella Yella. Holla. If you listening to this girl, you be, you know, you already know I'll be responding to your stories, girl. Dropping gems. Dropping gems. But did y'all hear that? get up and that's what i told myself to get on up and record child you need to get up so thank you for that motivation my girl mella yella again follow her on ig she be dropping the gems but we about to get into it y'all i i really had to come to y'all today and we're gonna go ahead and get into this word that we use so hard and it's called friends <laughs> friends uh, how many of us have them? Boop, boop, friends. If you don't know that song, that's okay. You're going to have to, please, please make sure that you look that up because you might not be, hell, you might not be old enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so funny to get to the age where you be like, mm, I don't know, you old enough for this. I used to get so appalled when people said that to me. People st actually still say that to me because your girl only 29. But I was raised by my grandmother, y'all. So the soul is, the soul, <laughs> the soul is old. I got the old soul rocking. But anywho. <laughs> I digress. We talking about friends, y'all. And I know let's just let's just get into it. What the hell is the definition of a friend? And and I know people probably like, Amanda, we don't need the definition of a friend. Actually, 
I had to I had to hit my mic. Yes, y'all do. I had to tap the mic just to be, excuse me. Actually, some of y'all do need the definition of a friend. Cause some of y'all got the definition of a friend and a lover a little bit confused. And it took me to lose some friends to actually understand that. Okay, so a friend, y'all, everybody know what a noun is. I can't say everybody, but you know, hopefully y'all know what a noun is. A person, place, a thing. Okay, a friend is a person whom one knows and with one whom has a bond of mutual affection, typically of family relations, um, employment, media, anything of that sort. You guys have a mutual bond. Okay, that is a friend. That's why they say when you're in a relationship to have some sort of friendship with your spouse because you need to make sure that you have a mutual bond that, you know, surpasses just sex. But that's a whole other topic that we will talk about. But again, I had to throw the meaning of friends because some of you, you really have, have overstepped that, what's my favorite word, y'all? That boundary of what a friend really is, okay? And... I say this personally because I had, through this journey of healing, I have definitely lost people who, I'm not even going to say lost friends because I've lost people who I consider friends because I had a way too big of a stronghold on that word. I have a loyalty problem. And, you know, when you hear that, people be like, well, that's not a problem. That is a problem. And a lot of that stems from friendships, you know, how they're deemed in movies, um, especially if you have like a bad upbringing and you feel alone, you know, friendships and that sense, trauma bonding, that goes the same in friendships too. Like you can't be trying to say you love somebody and have trauma bonding, just like you can't say this person's my friend because you guys bonded over something, but you don't even know this, this, and this about me. And, you know, there, there can be people who claim to be your friends for years and don't even know, you know, what you hate, what your, what your picky food is and some, but, mm, I'm going to turn that around on y'all and I'm going to say, even if that person knows what you don't like on your food or this, this, and this, or I'm just throwing it out there. If this person can say they know you to a T, they know you, but that's not always good. And I'm literally speaking that in like my life be like is that's not always good because when you show an inch of change, of growth, of anything of that sort, that always doesn't get reciprocated or it doesn't always get, you know, accepted in the appropriate manner. And you you turn around and you be like, but Amanda, this person's your friend. Exactly. But you, you say that that person's your friend until you actually see what kind of behavior they hold when you have some sort of success. That is the most common thing that people say in, in outgrowing somebody is they just weren't, they were okay with you being in such a, such a place, such a low space. You know, obviously all friends are not like that. Like I'm not just going on here because I, I'm friends. I have like a lot of friends. Um, and I have also lost people who have considered friends and that's just the way life goes. But why it means so much to me now is because I'm okay with there was a time where I wasn't okay with losing somebody because I had to really dig into all that trauma and that emotional baggage that I was holding on to this friendship. Some people just want to be friends with somebody to say they've been friends with somebody. 
And some people just want to be friends with somebody when they were low and didn't want to. And then when they get high, want to make all these excuses as to, you know, why they weren't able to level up with them. Another thing that friends really overstep is because I know like when we're in school, we are taught like bros before hoes. And, you know, these is my bitches before we get the dicks in or something. I don't know. I just made that up. But <laughs> uh, that probably would that's probably how it is now in 2022. Y'all know what's going on with the talk of the tick and all of that. But this has been taught. But it also hasn't been to some people taught how to outgrow that behavior of bros before hoes. Like, no. Okay, if I am going to build my life with somebody, I'm not going to put you before my significant other. But I had to learn that the hard way from being in such a bad relationship, like really, really young, being in like a super controlling relationship. So then when I got in my next relationship, I made it a point to be like, you ain't never going to come between my friends and my friends this and my friend that or family, like my cousin. I'll put my baby cousin before anybody. But all I was doing was taking care of another person, like fulfilling some type of void, you know, with having that honor of just holding such loyalty. Like I need the badge of honor. Like I'm fucking Mulan fighting for my dad or something. Like it's not that serious because then what? Because like what, what the fuck? I'm sitting here, and it's not like big, big, big things because there's friends who really, really do good things for you. Um, So I'm not saying like, don't be there for your friends and all that. But the main focus is we, the the word friends, it's like, hell, Jay-Z and Kanye ain't even friends anymore. And that's a, that's a choice that had to be made. And their feelings was probably hurt. Jay-Z family probably missed his fucking friend. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I think they mended or whatever, but there was a time, just for example, they wasn't friends anymore. Okay. I'm no longer trying to walk around with these love and hip hop basketball wife type friendships. It's going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me. So that's, that's my biggest thing is I, in this healing journey, And, you know, the encouragement that I hold for the people around me is we really need to make sure that we are doing some inventory on our friendship. And that's also like do some inventory on your actions to see what kind of friend you're being, because don't be a friend that or don't be, you know, a friend that you don't want to be a friend to you back. You know, that that's just what it is to me. And as we grow. You know. That's that's what it's going to be. I, I kind of lost my thought right there. But as you grow and the people around you who you've definitely claimed to be your rock, your ride or die. Ooh, that word ride or die, y'all. Stop me in my tracks because the word ride or die has been. I'm, a, I'm glad I might as well have got that tattooed on me at one point in time. Ride or die in family, ride or die in love, ride or die in friendship. Woo, ride and died. I just ride and died. Like your girl has nine lives. I'm a cat. Because your bitch done died a billion times trying to be a ride or die. But um, as far as being friendships, like, if we 30, we almost 30, we we in our 30s, we pass our 30s. Like, you don't get to turn around and tell somebody who you've lived your whole teenagehood, 20s with, and, of course, you know, bad decisions was made, going into that and telling that person that they switched up. You acting funny. You acting different. Oh, you don't want to go drink with us? Wow. And I'm not saying every person in my life has done that, but I've definitely got a lot of fucking slack for, you know, switching up a little bit. And it's not even like, I don't say switch up because I am learning. Life is about learning. 
what fulfills your soul and what fulfills your spirit and what don't. And what fulfilled my spirit 10 years ago, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> I would not dare let in my space. I posted this meme the other day that was like, you know you're growing when your ex isn't even your type anymore. And that goes for friends too. Like, you know the growth is real and that that work you putting in is going to actual work when the people you used to kick it with are no longer your type of people. Like, if you don't look, just like in the words of Great Nip, if you don't look around your circle and get inspired, then you don't have the right circle. And that's okay. I, I got it. That is okay, y'all. I'm, I'm laughing so hard because I've really had in, in this whole transition, have people really come at me and tell me, wow, you just gonna go turn around and be this to this person because they ain't know the real you or they didn't know what you was doing and wilding about. That person gonna know what I've done because I'm gonna feel comfortable enough and that person's gonna see the growth in me and my future vision to accept that and, you know, acknowledge my work that I'm putting in to no longer be that person that I was rocking to be. like. That's the, the fact that people guilt trip you so hard into doing something that is so fucking toxic because people talk about toxic relationships all the time and don't talk about the toxic friend that tells you to keep your option open when you tell her that you like a, a certain person. Okay, when you've been running around or, you know, in these streets, as they say, quote, 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 and you, you're coming back with the feedback to people who are supposed to be the closest to you the most and telling them this life that I'm rocking, I'm not really dealing with it or I'm not, I feel like I'm doing all this shit and I still feel empty or, you know, something in my spirit is telling me that I shouldn't do this anymore. Like, and then they turn around and be like, oh, well, you know. You just need to do this, this, and this, or keep your options open because, you know, I I had recently lost, like, a lot of weight because I got more, I got sober. Started, you know, changing up my, my thing, my, my routines and shit. And I was literally told, like, well, you just, you just got fine and shit. You just figured out, you know, that you looking good. Like, you don't just, just keep your options open. And I had already voiced multiple times how much I was trying to switch up what I was doing. I didn't move away from where I was and where I was doing that bullshit for so long just to come out here because I'm in LA now to do the same shit. I I'm sorry, but I, I, I would have stayed there. And, you know, blessed to God that I have learned that. And, you know, those people we are no longer speak, obviously, as I'm expressing this on the podcast, but those are all examples. And I use myself as example because this is real life. And I know that, you know, if you feel like you was the only person, child, me is we and we is me. This is a common thing, okay? So there's just things that I kind of wrote down that I noticed that I kind of held with certain friendships that I held on to for so long. Like, if you feel drained after communicating with somebody, that's a sign. That tells a lot about your compatibility, y'all with that particular person like okay we could have aid 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 for six seven years straight and then i wake up and i'm like wow i have an aid in two weeks and this i'm feeling this way so i think i'm gonna keep doing this because when i was doing this i felt x y and z but now i'm doing this and i'm restarting the whole alphabet i feel so good like i ain't just at the end of the tunnel you know what i mean like no no and and i i backtrack to the Oh, you acting funny, all this. Like your whole, especially your teenagehood, your 20s hood, that's all kind of about 
what you looking for. I mean, it's not just limited. Like, of course, people in their 30s, I'm not in my 30s yet. I'm just, you know, my future that I see ahead of me for my 30s is just taking all these lessons and just executing them with positive, like, tasks and positive, like, content to where I can heal myself and also, you know, relate to the people. And when somebody is just sitting in there belittling you, that's not somebody that you want to move forward anymore with your life because they constantly, and then especially if you're like an accommodating person like myself, I'm so damn accommodating y'all. It's ridiculous. And, and I, I had to learn the difference between accommodation and respect, which it's silly when you say it out loud, but I just mush the two together because I'm constantly wanting to make sure that I'm respecting people's spaces and I'm respecting what's going on with you, but I'm also putting myself on the back burner. And that accommodation has then passed the boundary and I am compromising my comfort. And compromising my comfort when it came to friendship was so high, it damn near almost left me single. It almost left me alone. Because the type of people I had around me that were encouraging me to do such things were actually blocking my blessings to my future. Like, if I was continuing the behavior that I was holding on behalf of the person that I'm very, very close with, like, I wouldn't have been even in the small little success that I've had in these past few months when I put my foot down and I was like aligned with myself and, and was able to say, nah, B, it ain't good. But no. So if you feel drained after communicating with them or you feel like you need to pawn that person off, quote, quote, because I'm, I again have been the friend who has hung out with a different friend because that friend don't want to hang out. Like, you know, you ever meet somebody through somebody else and that person actually barely like that person. I don't know if it's called a friend of me. I don't know. Like they can tolerate them, but not all the time. And so then they kind of get pawned off and I get along with people. So, you know what I mean? That was the space I was in. I, I ain't got time for that. That's like being the, the friend when your friend got the boyfriend and you trying to sit down with the ugly man like oh my god i ain't i ain't doing this no more but i digress <laughs> so i another another thing that i really wanted to note or that i noticed about what i'm trying to remove from my friendships is understanding the difference between venting and complaining because if you just constantly complaining child I, I can't because I too have been in a, in a space where complaining is just what we do back and forth. But I am now making a change to, if I complain about a damn thing, then I need to get up, make a plan and execute that plan. So, because I don't want to hear that complaint again. And it's not like I'm just shooing you away. Of course, I'm your girl. Okay. You vent to me and I'm going to help you execute the plan to correct that obviously you can't fix everything you can't just change everything you know you could just want to vent that shit out that's fine vent it out vent it out but when it's been 52 weeks when it when i heard the same complaint from january of 2021 and it's june of 2022 and you still complaining Ooh, child. and because i'm your friend i'm gonna check you check you i'm gonna check you to check yourself because only you can really check yourself fully like i could i could put it in your ear and i'm saying this because there's people who are probably listening to me now who's told me to do some shit six years ago and i'm just not executing it that's not your responsibility but as your friend i had to i have to tell you like this is what you're doing but this is also like you're affecting me pretty much 
that's just where I'm at. I don't shun, I'm not shutting my friends out. We still talk, but the people that we talking about now, like, you know, we putting plans in place. Okay. We healing. We trying to build businesses. Okay. We trying to move and groove, get houses, all of these things. I'm not saying I just want to talk about serious shit all the time, because if you know me, you know me, your girl's silly and goofy. And I love to joke around. I also love to talk about emotional growth okay i also like to talk about the things that i feel i'm learning you know i like to talk to people who want to celebrate little moments and right now those are the type of people i have in my circle right now and the the huge just i'm just so enlightened by the fact that you just kind of block your own blessings staying in staying around some people because they are your quote quote friends Okay, so just strive for a balanced friendship, y'all. Um, avoid avoid those people who just want to shit on your parade, basically. Um, do not, ooh, child, do not, do not be coming up in here thinking somebody owned you. I say that because at the beginning of the podcast, I told y'all, like, pe- well, not the beginning, but like a few minutes ago, I said, you know, somebody was trying to tell me, you know, uh, wait for your, what the hell she said? She said, oh, um. Uh, Keep your options open. Girl, I forgot already. Keep your options open. But that person always was trying to make it seem like that like you own me. Like you don't, you don't own me. Like I have other friends, other people, especially in like the media world. Like people network. You know what I'm saying? And do not endure guilt when you meet other people. I I definitely have had this happen to me multiple times. And I've also seen it like amongst like a group of friends, like say like two people are best friends and it, or like, oh, a best friend of three is like, good God, because one person might get in their feelings if you do this without this person or this person feels like because they've been friends with this person longer than they have just like full just dibs or whatever. I'm, I'm saying, because when I'm talking, I'm envisioning like all the different scenarios that have happened to me. So I'm just going to cut it short and be like, don't nobody own you. Don't nobody own you, okay? Hell, nobody owns you. And that goes into walking on eggshells around them. So it's just important to be mindful. It's important to be mindful of not hurting your people's feelings. But it's also important to be like, if you feel like, I'm going to use myself again as an example. So I had shared a space with somebody. And I was like going, and this time I was kicking it with the people I grew up with, tough, 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 like, you know, partying and all that, as you do in your 20s. But I had more space. However, I I always was like, oh, well, you know, my roommate this, my roommate that. Like, I was always accommodating my roommate. Um, and these people kind of checked me, like, why do you walk on eggshells around this person? It's just like, who cares? This person has nothing anything because i'm trying to find the word to just not fully out it but they basically i got checked by my childhood friends i was like stop walking on eggshells basically and and they're right i was because what did i say y'all i had a problem with accommodation and mixing up respect with accommodation but putting leaving myself out that's like building a house by hand for yourself and then just letting a bunch of people live in it and you outside that's like that's like letting people come in your home and this is this is some real shit you letting people come home and be all up in your space and you worked all day you came home ain't no food but you use my space you use my shit but you know i'm trying to accommodate you because you need my help no we ain't doing that 
we ain't doing that. So them eggshells, they out. I don't even eat eggs anymore anyway. So we don't need eggshells. So keep an eye out, y'all, for those type of people, you know, who who you don't feel in your spirit has a full good intentions for you, basically. That's what I'm going to say. Because anybody who makes you walk on eggshells, baby, they don't have the full and good um, intentions for you. And like I said earlier in the podcast, some people just want to see you fail. And and the minute you start doing good, you acting funny. That's weird to me. That that has always been so weird to me. Like I've literally had to say, if I'm I'm 29, I realized what I was just doing even last year, what I was doing last year on this date, what I was doing last year was still better than what I was doing the year before then, but I'm still was not content with that. Just like what I'm doing next year at this time, I will be proud, but I won't be content because I would want to I have work to do. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like I'm not here for that. So no ma'am. The the biggest one too that I learned in me like losing, especially the the friend I've lost a lot of friends and relationships and such like that, but like losing somebody that you've been friends with for about 15, 16 years and literally did everything with, but then you notice that you had to justify your friendship to other people, you know, like you had to be like, oh, well, that's just them. You ever had just bring somebody to your group of friends that you hang out with and they like that person rude? Yeah. And you be, oh, that's just them. No, we ain't justifying your stank attitude. Why do you have a stank attitude with people who are trying to welcome you in? Child, I could go on for days, but that that was a big one that I wanted to talk about. Because I know that that's very common. It's literally like a trope in movies and TV shows. Like you just got the stuck up friend and we just deal with her because she like, but for what though? A reason's never really given because it's not like I say, you know, people who are a little stuck up don't deserve friends, but you, you ain't going to talk to me like that. Or you ain't going to bear it. I just kind of feel like it's a, it's a representation means everything. It means much more to me now than it did. And so if you represent me, you're, you're, you're a part of me. And so I know my wild and self, especially, you know, with my people probably ain't rep, uh, represented some people in the correct manner. Hey, that's life. You know what I'm saying? Acknowledgement is key. That is my word. So when I say this, I'm speaking from personal experience because I definitely literally actually had this happen to me a few months ago when I was getting picked up from the airport with um, a person that I'm no longer speaking with. And this person had a complete attitude. They didn't thank the person who came. It was actually my man who I'm with now came to get me. And they was just complete, like, no thank you. Bags was put into the the, the trunk, um, completely just mute, silent, didn't wel- wasn't had a welcoming attitude because they had a family member with them. And then when we was dropped off, there was no thank you. There was no good luck and there was nothing like that. And the person I was with him was like, bruh, she's rude. And I was like, damn, like, I apologize for that. That's when my mind started ticking. Like, wow, you truly have just like nobody can justify. You have like an extremely uncalled for attitude. And then you sit back and think of how many times that friend has had that attitude. And then that's when you do that inventory work. Because y'all know I love my inventory. Chick, click, click. That was my inventory gun. Um, like they do into the end. They do an inventory in the in the in the stores, but I'm gonna go ahead and go with my nerdy self. But um, okay, another big one, and then I'm gonna move on to a couple of the comments people said, but 
I had a friend who always wanted to one up themselves. Like you do, like it's really sick actually. They wanted to like compare traumas. Like if we're here discussing because we are learning about one another and that's when you kind of decide to make the bond about somebody. It's like, I don't feel like none of this shit should have happened to us at all, which obviously, you know, trauma is real. Trauma will be shared, but trauma is is trauma. And so if I say this happened to me and you'd be like, oh yeah, well this happened to me, but it happened to me longer. Like, man, this shouldn't happen to us at all or dude. It's like, dudes be like, you know, talking about like, yeah, you know, I lost my homie because I'm from the hood and I have literally like half of my class is probably on a t-shirt. So RIP to my people. But it's like a dude, but yeah, I lost my homie. You know, he got shot, you know, right in front of me. And a, and a dude be like, well, yeah, you know, a man, dude, you know, I lost about five of my homies in a whole shootout. And then I, I got my gun, but my gun jammed. And so this and that. So then they shot my thumb. And I, I'd be like, oh my God, like people, you do not need to one up my story. We should not have even been through this trauma. That type of behavior was identified when I stopped being friends with that person. And then my cousin was still friends with that person and would call me and just complain, complain, complain about this person. And I'm like, bruh, I'm telling you because you are my people that I have been through this. And you like, this is just that person's character trait that they're going to have to learn or they're not going to have any true friends. Like that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, and that, that behavior is either, you know, handled or not. If you feel like you just want to um, one up somebody in the story, don't when they call you out on it, baby, anything that you do to rebuttal it, it still don't justify. You don't get to just one try to one up me or even like when it's just celebrating something good. Y'all know the movies and the cliche like my favorite movie is uh, uh, Bridesmaids when the best friend was just like oh, it's okay. I know somebody in Paris or something and she completely was like Bitch, what? Just if you've seen the movie, you've seen the movie. There's a billion one ups um, in that movie. But like, imagine literally, or if you have, like, literally, think about that. Your friends are doing you like that. The, the comparison is too strong. Don't, do, you do not need to one up me for us to have a friendship. Or you do not need to one up me to feel like, you're, you know, it's just completely unnecessary. And I laugh because I really, really sit back and, and picture like all the times this person did that and I was like am I tripping and then it came out somebody else's mouth again I'm not the perfect friend I've definitely got some traits that I've worked on um you know and the people who I if I have hurt and I've done of course I'm a human being so I have hurt people especially in a young state you know uh hopefully you forgave me before I was sorry but I've definitely you know, apologetic in some spaces of my life. But you live and you learn, and friendships are a really big part of people's downfalls. And so I asked people, what were the disadvantages of friendships? And so I had somebody say, friends that uh, friends take more of your time than you want. And I completely agree, but I also in my journey of learning, like the boundaries have to be set because you can't just be like, oh, well, you know, this person takes too much of my time because you've allowed it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel you, but friends take more of your time than you want. That's a, that's a decision. That's a personal decision. And I hear you because I truly have been in that space where my whole day, I've literally had a whole day where I'm just traveling 
to see my friend. I'm from the East. I'm from East Sacramento. And if you know, you know. There was literally a space where I was burning myself out to spend time with people. And what the fuck was we doing? Obviously, we younger. But I literally have just had a whole day. And by the end of the day, I feel, you know, incomplete. I feel drained. I feel unaccomplished. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, the people I was kicking in with, we were doing some productive stuff. And those are the the things I want to continue to do. But as far as taking up my time, I, I really, really feel that. But we, we that's a personal decision. So we gotta we gotta get a little bit better on our on our what y'all on our boundaries. Do you hear me? Um, what are some disadvantages of friendships? Disadvantages of friendships are so many. Oop. Well, I'm just gonna read um the one that I felt to. And friends may not be easily pleased. Oop. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> 